0: Welcome to Two Brothers and Their Sports. I'm your co-host, Arif. And I'm your other co-host, Arif. And today in the show, we have a lot to talk about. We're going to start off by talking about the NBA Finals. The incredible, incredible series between the Celtics and Heat came to an end. Game 7, Heat won. So now it's Nuggets, Heat, in the NBA Finals. We're going to start off by talking about that. Next up is the NHL playoffs. Right, it's actually the Stanley Cup Finals now between the Golden Knights and Florida Panthers. Unfortunately, our Carolina Hurricanes got swept, so now it's the Panthers versus the the Golden Knights in the Finals, and then at the end, we're going to talk about DeAndre Hopkins being released by the Cardinals after the Cardinals being unable to find a trade partner. Where will Hop go next? But our, let's start off with the NBA Finals.
1: So I've got the, both of us have the Nuggets versus Heat, and I'll start us off. I think Miami is going to take a couple games. I think the Nuggets are going to take a couple games, but in the end, I do think that the Nuggets are going to win this series. Now look, it's so hard to pick against uh, playoff Jimmy. But the fact is, it's been very difficult to guard Jokic. It's been even harder to guard Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray Murray has been the perfect closer uh, for the Nuggets. He is the Steph Curry for this team, and he has been going off. Now you look at the Miami Heat, they're a one-man show. It's not Bam Adebayo. It's not Tyler Hero. It is Jimmy Butler, and they don't have a ton of depth. They've got a guy that may be the maybe is having the, one of the greatest playoff stre- stretches we've ever seen, some of the biggest playoff upsets that we've ever seen. However, I don't think that he's going to make it any further. I really, really love what Jimmy Butler has done for this team, especially after getting passed on by the 76ers, especially after how his life – I mean, you, you can read about him. One of the biggest underdogs in sports history, the way he turned his life around and was able to make it to the NBA. I love all that about him. However, in this case, I think Jokic will finally get something, another piece of hardware, other than those MVPs. He'll get a finals trophy, and he'll also get the finals MVP. I do think that Jokic and Jamal Murray will be able to pull this off.
0: I disagree. The Nuggets and Nikola Jokic, that I just same thing as Duke. I don't see them being able to win a finals. I know Aaron Gordon is great on defense, not as great on offense as he once was, but. And Jamal Murray's been playing great, but and Jokic is great there. But besides that, if you look at depth, you're for the Heat. You're looking at Jimmy Butler plus like twelve, no, not twelve, plus seven very very good role players, and maybe eight. And then you have that's very good role players, not including better the than fans. the Nuggets. Yes. You have Max Truce, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin. All those guys have been playing great in the playoffs, and all of them are. It's. I know it's crazy to say Caleb Martin is 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 a significant factor for the Heat, but he is. Um, I disagree.
1: And, and
0: I think there's. I think ninety percent of there. I influence. think. I think. I think. We know Jimmy Butler's been great, and Bam Adebayo plays great when he has to, especially. And he doesn't get the credit he deserves, especially in the paint. But besides those two, they have seven or eight very good role players. You realize Kyle Lowry is coming off the bench for him, scoring over 10 points a game, averaging over, I think, eight assists a game. Kyle Lowry has been the main veteran factor, veteran presence, and has gladly taken on that bench role for the Heat. I think that's really, really impactful for them. I think that makes a huge difference, especially him having the experience, as well as Jimmy Butler. Now, we know, you talked about Jimmy Butler's story growing up, how resilient he is. I think that shows here. He did not just get this far to come this far, and he's going to lose. It's not going to happen. It happened once with the Lakers, and it's not going to happen again. Here, there was pure dominance over the Celtics. Then, now they're playing the Nuggets, a team that has three great guys, but after that, the Heat have them at every single position. I think that the Heat just win this game, and I think the Nuggets kind of just fold—not not fold because they've been playing great. I just think that they play to their full potential, but the Heat are just a better team in the finals.
1: Yeah, I disagree, especially with depth. You look at the two stars—it's Jokic and Jamal Murray—but they also have Aaron Gordon. They've got KCP. They've got uh, they've got Michael Porter Jr. MPJ, who's been actually pretty good. Bruce Brown is coming off the bench; he's been making some impact plays. Yeah,
0: Bruce Brown was good. No, I get that. But what I'm saying is I think that the Heat role players, especially guys coming off the bench, are better than the Nuggets role players. And I, get, and I know it's not big I guys. To see that, but Heat- I, I think
1: it's because of Jimmy Butler. And in this case, the that's Nuggets true. have a great defense as well. So they'll be able to double team or try yeah. to shut them down with the zone defense. And that's when other guys have to step up. And like you've been saying, they're role players. But that's really all they are they can't step up to the level to yes, help Jimmy Butler in my in my opinion I don't think Bam Adebayo can really be that guy now you look at you look at the nuggets he was JJ, though he was, he was in was, the lakers but he, against the lakers he was he was but he's I don't, he, not so much uh, that was 2 years ago right it was a bubble years 2020 ago? so 3 yeah. years ago yeah not that's not true anymore and you look at all these series he's been all right he's been a role player. Now you look at, at Aaron Gordon is making a difference. He's still pretty young, but you look at Jamal Murray is a superstar. Nikola Jokic is a superstar. And if you can somehow shut both of those guys down, you've got an elite shooter in KCP and Michael Porter Jr. as well as Aaron, Aaron Gordon, as well as Bruce Brown coming off the bench, which is great for them. It's hard to shut that down. And I'm not saying that if you look at all the depth, yeah, maybe they have more, I mean, maybe it goes further down, but what I'm saying is there's one guy, and if you shut off that one guy, the Heat are maybe not even a playoff team. Maybe they are, but they're first round at most. First round, not No, first but that's what I know. I agree with that. But I think the Heat, you talked
0: about the Celtics. I mean, not Celtics. The Nuggets have those big, shiny guys, like in, in terms of guys you want to have on your team, big names. Bruce Brown, MPJ, KCP, all those guys. But the Heat are not known for that. The Heat are known for finding diamonds in the rough. They're known for guys like Max Truce, Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson off the from three-point sniper. They're known for guys like that. Caleb Martin, who are signing free agency or drafted very low or even undrafted, and make a big impact on the Heat team. Well, and hey. be- those guys, I think those guys go under recognize on this Heat team. Now we know Kyle Lowry got moved back, but and he's a big name guy. And bes- but besides Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo... There's those big guys, and I just keep saying those three, Gabe, Vincent, Max, Bruce, Caleb Martin, but there's more than just that, that are not big, flashy guys, but they give you what you need, or even more than what you need when Jimmy or Bam aren't playing well.
1: Well, I'm not saying that the Nuggets guys are big, flashy guys. What I'm saying is it doesn't matter how great of a value you got for a guy. It doesn't matter that you drafted in the second round, which most of these guys are actually first-round picks. The fact is that doesn't matter. When you go to the finals, when you're at a spot – You have to play at that bench level. If you're the sixth man, you have to play like a sixth man. You can't play like a second round turned amazing value that's now an NBA starting sixth man. You have to play at a sixth man level. And especially when you look down the board, when you look at their fourth best player, their third best player, you look at that, it doesn't matter that he was a second round pick. It doesn't matter that he he got an under the radar job, like an under the radar free agency signing. It doesn't matter anymore. What matters is that you're the th- third best player that can help your team win. And although it might be great value, I'm arguing that the Nuggets, yeah. I mean, my MPJ is a very well-known guy, but Bruce bound isn't so well-known. Aaron no, Kitt, I agree. I just kind of think I just... a veteran now. So what I'm saying is, even if they're big and shiny, which I don't think they are, but superstars, they do have two superstars, and the other guys are just Good. Like they're above average. They're not average. They are above average. And if they need to, which they won't even need to, this is saying that no superstars come into play. I think the superstars will be great for the Nuggets. If no superstars come into play, for this depth argument, I just think that those that depth, even if it's three less players, if if their depth is this much and the heat is this much, the fact of the matter is the amount of depth in these guys how good they are already outweighs these role players in my opinion
0: yeah i just think i just think you're under recognizing the guys that on the heat and i understand like you I, your picks is the nuggets and i my pick's are the heat so obviously there's gonna be conflict yeah, i just think you're right. under recognizing the guys on the heat especially because they're not big name guys i know you said bruce brown's not a big name guy aaron gordon seemed as a veteran and i agree with you the three guys for the if you go top three for nuggets top three for heat Nuggets probably have you there. I'm not going to argue with that. Like Even Nikola, the next four. Jokic, well, I don't know. You can argue Jokic versus Butler. But then you're going Jamal versus Bam. That's Jamal Murray. You're going Aaron Gordon versus probably Max Drews, Caleb Martin, or someone like that. That's Aaron Gordon. But you, then still after a that,
1: you still got that, You still got
0: MPJ? Yeah, but I take Caleb Martin over MPJ. I pick Max Drews. Dave Come Vincent on. being out game five against the Caleb Celtics. Caleb Martin tonight. over so it's, Yes, I think, Look, if, if you talk about playoff impact, Yes. And I think that, look, especially because you you don't realize that this is Thursday night. Gabe Vincent is out game five. That's going to be a big impact for the Heat. And you're going to see there's going to be a hole in the Heat offense because of Gabe Vincent. He is a guy that goes underappreciated in the Heat lineup. I think it matters a lot. I just I just think that after you go past those top three, the Heat are significantly better in every single category, every single player head-to-head, if you will compared to the Nuggets. So I just think the Heat are going to win this Finals. I think I'll say Heat in six.
1: Yeah, I can respect that. I, I'm i just saying, I mean, I don't think Gabe Vincent is going to be the impact guy. I don't think Caleb Martin is. And when you look at the team, uh, the Nuggets, you don't need any of those guys to be impact players. But you need them to be very, very good in helping those superstars, and that's just a job that I think they do well. When you look at the Heat, you look at Jimmy Butler; it seems like he's kind of shouldering a lot of that. The rest of the guys are just there. It's kind of like the Lakers. You look at LeBron. I mean, D'Lo had four, four points, and Dennis Schroeder had two in the first half. Lonnie Walker was non-existent. It's kind of like that. Those guys. Are pretty big names those guys are pretty good in some parts and and sometimes in the regular season ad was not showing up that's just the problem in in my opinion the guys for the heat those are not the difference makers for your team and then you look at the nuggets their eight-man rotation those guys are all difference makers just for me so i can definitely respect your heat and six pick i mean i picked the heat themselves to beat the the bucks in the first round which was a crazy upset. But right now I'm going to have to go Nuggets in 5. 5 to 6. I'd say 5 to 6. I think Nuggets in 5 to 6 uh and finally get Jokic and Jamal Murray that hardware. Yeah, so moving to the NHL playoffs, the Stanley Cup. Obviously it's like you said it's the Golden Knights versus the Panthers and wow what a series for our hometown uh, Carolina Hurricanes obviously got swept but Two or three of those games went to overtime. Um, all very, very close games. Very crazy games. The Carolina Hurricanes could have easily swept the Panthers. Um, so that was crazy. But right now we've got the Panthers against the Golden Knights. Um, they might have the best. The Golden Knights maybe have the best goal in the league, and the Florida Panthers might have the second best. So it's going to be a really great. Um, it's going to be a really great goalie battle. Uh, the, for me, I mean, the Panthers are have been a huge underdog. Well, the Golden Knights, I mean, they were bad. Um, they were really bad at the break, but the second half of the season, they really turned it on. I believe they went like twenty two and four and three, so they had an amazing record. They played great. Um, while the Panthers kind of just snuck in here, and I'm not going to pick the underdog here. I do think the Golden Knights are going to win. I do think the Panthers are going to take some games. But the problem is the Panthers, I mean, their goalie has got to keep being an X-Factor. He was an X-Factor the past couple series, and he needs to continue to be one against these high-powered Golden Knights. But on the Golden Knights side, they've also got probably the best uh, NHL goalie, maybe the best goalie in the entire world uh, at ice hockey uh, on their team. So, um, I mean, it's going to be a very good matchup for the goalies. But in this case, I'm taking the Golden Knights in six in five games.
0: Yeah, I agree here. I don't, I'm not going to say in five games. I think it's going to be six because the Florida Panthers, really, really hot. The Golden Knights just went to a game seven against the Dallas Stars. Really, really close. Actually, I'll make it seven. I think it's going to be a seven-game series. Okay. Panthers are hot. Alexander Barkov not playing great, but we saw Matthew Tuchunga really came through, scored with, I think, three seconds left in game four to avoid, I mean, two. That was a game-winning goal. It was tied. It was about to go to overtime. And I I think that just the first game was so taxing, especially the Hurricane Series before they had just gone to overtime. Very, very taxing series for them. Um, And back-to-back series, too. So I I think that the the, uh, Panthers being able to rest up after a sweep is going to really, really matter here, just like the NBA we just talked about. The Nuggets, I've been resting. Four games, that's it. And the Heat just played seven in a crazy series. Same thing here. So I think, look, we know Alex Patriangelo is great. And we know Jack Eichel's great too. Amazing players for the, Vegas, for the Golden Knights. And I think that... The Panthers are coming in hot, but the defense and the defense and attack, both of them for the Golden Knights are great. They are currently um, favored to win the win the Stanley Cup. I agree with that. I think it's going to be seven games. Though I think it's going to be a very very good series. Um, Obviously, you talked about it. The Panthers not expected to be here at all. Beat the Bruins and then ended up being the Hurricanes too, even though they were without Svechnikov. And now they're here. I think they're riding a really really hot wave of momentum, but they need a good team to shut it down. And the Golden Knights are able to do that. I think so. It's going to be a seven game series.
1: Yep. And then moving to DeAndre Hopkins, uh, some of his landing spots for us. So Hop obviously got released by the Cardinals and I'll let you take it away. What do you think are some landing spots for Hop?
0: Yeah. So I made a YouTube short on this. I think it's going to be, It's first of all, it's a very, very interesting situation. And I think the reason why DeAndre Hopkins was not traded, but instead released was because he's. we know he's a great player, but last year, six games, PEDs, no one wants that this year. Uh, it, he's very, very unsure on Un- Kyler Murray was supposed to be hurt. The team was not great last year, even after he got back, especially because Marcus Brown got hurt. their leading receiver. I would argue their best receiver last year. And then DeAndre Hopkins just not really been a factor since his campaign two years ago, which was okay. Three years ago, very, very good. Top five wide receiver in the NFL for sure. And I think he has that potential. Definitely top 10 right now. He's going to get signed quick. And we already know right now that he put out his list of QBs he wants to play with. He wants to play. It's Josh Allen. It's Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar, Justin Herbert. I said right off the bat, either the Patriots or Raiders, for sure. Those are dark horse candidates. The two right now, and it's going to absolutely tear up the league. Bills or Chiefs? I think definitely, for me, my opinion is, goes to the Chiefs. Just lost Juju. Leading wide receiver right now is Skymore. Second-year wide receiver last year did nothing. The Bills, on the other hand are kind of in a salary cap crisis. They've got a bunch of players to pay on defense in the future years, too. They've got Josh Allen on the offensive side, and they've got Stephon Diggs. I just don't think that would fit together. Now, looking at Kansas City, they're a pass-heavy offense. DeAndre Hopkins gets the targets he needs. He gets the recognition he needs, and he goes back to his prior form. I just think it makes sense. But if think about this, Arch, If he went to the Chiefs, that would tear up the, NBA, the NFL. That would not be fair at all. But I think that's the most realistic situation. As unrealistic that is to say, I think he goes to the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, I've actually got to agree with you here. I think the three candidates that I'm thinking of are—I mean, it is his top three, but it's not based on that. The Philadelphia Eagles definitely are looking to get some firepower to try to get them over the hump that they couldn't get over, which was the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the Bills, and then the Kansas City Chiefs. And I agree with you here. I— I think he might want to play with Josh Allen more, but you look at their wide receiver room, they are set. He is getting no more than a wide receiver 2 role, and maybe not even that, over the young Gabriel Davis. You look uh, at the Chiefs, I mean, they've got no depth there. The, Patrick Mahomes is building a dynasty over there. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are building a, a dynasty. With yeah, D-Hop guys. gets
0: a ring there, too. I forgot about that. Yeah,
1: and D-Hop gets over there. D-Hop it, probably wouldn't win a ring in the n- next two years, and he would probably be the number one wide receiver for a little bit. For sure. Those are humongous things. Maybe he wouldn't get the best money deal, but I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs understand how much leverage they have I mean, if I was an NFL player, I wouldn't debate it if I was getting offered one contract for $1 million and another one for one point five, but it was the Chiefs and the Giants. That's the Chiefs all the way, and, I, and especially when you're this kind of wide receiver and the Chiefs are in a bidding war with the Bills to try to get you, try to keep the other team from getting you. You have to understand how lucky you are to get that kind of team. This is a dynasty here, and this is not something that every player—this is something that very, very few players are ever going to get, a dynasty going after them with such a good chance to give them a big role, such a good chance to give him a ring as he phases out of the league. So, in my opinion, the best choice and the choice he will make is the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bills haven't proven that they can get over the hump. He really wants to win a ring. We know that. He's voiced that. Uh, He wants to win a ring. That's one of his most important uh, factors. He might care about the money, uh, and he cares about the quarterback. But you've got – Two of those three things there, and the money isn't bad on the Chiefs. If I'm him, I'm going right to the Chiefs. That's a great fit, and it's going to be a great offense.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's, this is a really, really rare situation, especially you talked about a guy, D-Hop on the older side, but think about it. This guy, when he was on the Texans, especially in his, his first two years with the Cardinals, th- he was a top three receiver, arguably number one in the league. Even last year, before the PED situation, he was pu- uh, commonly put in top three. But yes, I think you're right, begging the question, do you go for money here? Because the Chiefs are definitely not going to have enough to offer for guys like, uh, for for compared to the team like the Bills. Um, and especially because, look, Patrick Mahomes being paid a lot. And I think it's no coincidence that three days before DeAndre Hopkins get released, Patrick Mahomes talks about how he wants less money and is okay with less money so that he can sign, so that the Chiefs can sign guys and win championships. And then DeAndre Hopkins gets caught. That's not a coincidence. That's that's just exactly Patrick Mahomes playing exactly into the media's hands what he wants them to hear. He tells the Chiefs what he wants. He tells the media and gives them a kind of a wish and request thing. And now here you are right here at this situation, being able to get DeAndre Hopkins. And think about it too. You said it perfectly. The only other team he would go to that I mentioned that would be, he would be the one number one wide receiver would be, out of all these five teams, he'd be the number one wide receiver at two of these places, out of the top five quarterbacks he lists. The Ravens, where he's playing with Lamar, I don't think you want that, versus Patrick Mahomes, who at the Chiefs. I don't Eagles, even know that about the
1: Ravens. Rashad Bateman probably would be the number one because of his age.
0: And OBJ's there too, that's, that's true. But, think about this. I listed the Patriots not competitive. Raiders, not competitive, and he wouldn't be the number one wide receiver. So. Lions, exactly. Lions not competitive. Panthers not competitive. Exactly. Eagles. I think also the Eagles lost key players on their defensive on their defensive side of the ball too. You put him there. Now you have AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, and D Hop. That sounds crazy, but you have no. The, your biggest problem in the Super Bowl was defense. You've got to fix that up. And then you talked about Justin Herbert. They just drafted quinton johnson you have mike williams you have keenan allen and that's it. two aging wide receivers right there keenan allen and d hop it's not going to work so the uh, number one place he can go for money and for a ring is the kansas city chiefs and i watched a video on this too this would absolutely destroy the league this would ruin the league forever travis kelsey best tight end in the league best quarterback in the league top 15, maybe 20 running back in the league and top 10 wide receiver and a top 10 defense in the playoffs, in the playoffs, top 10 defense. That is a recipe for disaster for the rest of the NFL right there. That will destroy the NFL and Patrick Mahomes. We see what he's already doing with guys like Skymore. Put him, put DeAndre Hopkins there. It's over. I think the Chiefs just win the Super Bowl right then. Yeah. I think that's the start of a dynasty.
1: I've got to disagree with you with one thing you said. Number one, the coincidence part. It is a coincidence that Patrick Mahomes said that. But he's just voicing what – and then uh, – Yeah, but you don't think he he knew – I don't think he knew – Deion Hopkins – what well,
0: DeAndre Hopkins was supposed to be – was rumored to be traded before that. You don't traded, think he heard – He heard rumblings about – No, but in the Kansas City organization that the that – the, uh, that the Chiefs were going to trade for D-Hop? You didn't think he heard anything? We all
1: heard rumblings, but I don't think he got any more information about the release or the trade that could have happened any more than any of us. But what I'm saying is... The fact that what he said it's just showing that what he said is true he's willing to take less money kind of like what Tom Brady did with the Patriots to be able to get better players, to be able to get better help and. Hop getting released is a perfect example about how that would help the situation that they're put in right now is a lot to be is, is a lot of. I mean Patrick Mahomes contract it's because of con- Patrick Mahomes contract that they weren't able to sign some of the bigger guys but going forward if he can change that number one his contract is worth it because you have patrick mahomes with just wanting a super bowl the the fact of the matter is though as the league gets better as these new crazy rookies come to the league as great as there starts to become better super teams can you still win with that huge contract not being able to sign those huge players to help your team and that's where you've got to be the leader in saying I don't need as much money as long as it helps us win. If that's what's more important, then that's what you've got to say. And that just shows the kind of leader that Patrick Mahomes is. It, and, and you don't see a lot of guys doing that. You didn't see Dak do that. You didn't see Lamar do that. You don't see a lot of guys doing that. But you saw Tom Brady do it, and, you, and you're and you now seeing Patrick Mahomes do it, which is something that is a, pre, it's a pretty great room to be in that room, to be with maybe the GOAT right now and maybe the future GOAT.